Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to our take on it. It's your girl, Deborah and Jackie, and we have been out of the loop for a bit, but we're back. And we have a very interesting topic today to discuss surrounding mental health and, um, of course, one of the biggest controversy that's happening right now to our favorite person that we've always talked about on this show, um, Kanye West, a.k.a. Yee. Um, we've heard so many things that is happening, uh, uh, you know, surrounding his statement, his tweet that he made about Jews, anti-Semitics, um, narratives about, you know, racism and all that. But we're going to dive in and we're going to, you know, plug it in and separate the sheep from the goat, as they say, and, you know, facts from fiction. And we're just going to dissect it in a way that we do best. And so to start the, and to kick this show off, we're going to lean in a little bit about mental illness and how it really affects a person's ability to, um, from cognitive to physical to emotional and it triples down. And, you know, is it something of a genetic disorder? It could be from a trauma. It could be from poor, poor health, you know, health system. Um, it could contribute from a lot of different, um, reasons as to why a person might be going through childhood too yeah it's a very big one going through mental illness yes and so i also work in a mental health department and i've seen it a lot and you know it breaks my heart but like i said we're going to start off with kanye west as we know um who has been diagnosed as bipolar and um i believe Allegedly, he may not be taking medication for his illness, and there will be, I'm pretty sure, a good reason why he decided, you know, medication is not the source of his problem, and um, he thinks that his bipolar does not affect him in any way, or his speech and the things that he said, you know, whether it's to hurt somebody, or he's saying it, you know, from a place of truth, but it has been very offensive to almost the entire world. And so, Jackie, mm-hmm. and you've also been keeping abreast of Kanye West and all these controversies. And this is not the first time that Kanye has made the news. He's very controversial, as we know. Um, the first thing when he said, you know, slavery is a choice. And, and now he comes back. Now with this other one about Body Kong Nine or whatever that yeah, statement he made his, about the his Jews attempt to make a presidential yes run. even I mean, that there are so many things you know airing yeah. his family business out there putting it out there with Kim Kardashian being his wife and talking things about their relationship so he's really had his mouth working for him I would say so now he about to put his money where his mouth's at as they would say right now. Do you really believe that Kanye meant what he said out of any hatred for Jews or any sort of racism profiling? Or was he just expressing himself from a a point where he claimed that he was hurt by certain things that was said by this one guy? It was just one guy, not a nation. Mm -hmm. So how do you... How do people construe that as anti-Semitic? Well, I mean, the whole issue that sort of gets to me when I think about mental illness is usually when we think of somebody who is mentally imbalanced, we imagine someone who's either homeless, destitute in some way, somebody without any real social connections, you know, nobody that they can turn to for help or guidance. And then we have to take somebody like Kanye, who is a billionaire, 
somebody who has his own brands of different things. He definitely has an enormous force for creativity. Mm -hmm. Musical genius. He's a musical genius in the sense that he can put together uh, a whole message from a song and, and choreograph mm -hmm. everything from A right down to Z, you know, in a top-notch way that shows precision, intelligence, organization. And best of all, sold-out stadiums. And exactly. And he has an enormous following. So there are many people who obviously pay very little attention to whether or not he could be right in one way or off in another. That doesn't seem to matter to them. Mm -hmm. The music gets to them. It has a message. There's symbolism there. And they just like the man. Mm -hmm. They will say, Kanye, Kanye, or yay, yay. And they promote him. Mm -hmm. They encourage him. Now, on the other side, here he is, you know, uh, or at least he was, married supposedly successfully to a, a very prominent social media personality. They put everything out there. Uh, how many times they have sex every uh, week to, um, you know, uh, who they're planning to have as a surrogate and, you know, everything to do with their children, their lifestyle. They're constantly in front of the they're camera. They're constantly in front of the camera. And then you see the breakdown of this. And supposedly, as a public, we're supposed to realize that Kanye's breaking down because of all this dysfunction surrounding his relationships and different things. But at the same time, he's photographed with many other beautiful women. He's, he's hitting the social scene. He's traveling. You know, he's sponsoring certain fashion lines when he's not being removed from them because of his actions. And it, it's kind of a split there. So you're thinking to yourself, is he really a disturbed person? Because if he is, he could be high strung or he could use, as you say, this um, maybe incidents or, or certain circumstances in, in his life that make him angry at a particular person or a particular event and just speak out in a way that offends such a large group of people to the point where he doesn't really even care. He doesn't really worry about his actions. Well, I he has think, no filter. I think Kanye really... So is he crazy or crazy slash clever? You know I, what I mean? I really don't think Kanye is crazy. And I think Kanye's mental health is more of an emotional than a mental. Um, and I think that emotional um, trauma comes from after his mom passed away. It, it really broke him. But Kanye has always been a level-headed person. Now, the problem with, with people versus Kanye is that Kanye have a tendency of saying the things that people are thinking. And when you're that kind of person that is able to push the envelope and have that freedom of speech to say how you see things or how you feel a certain way about things. And then me, on the other hand, who have that thought in my head, but afraid to say it because I know the consequences that will come upon me if I even open my mouth to say such. But Kanye being a self-made billionaire, he has nothing to lose. And and the fact that he's very spiritual, and I believe it's his spirituality that have that kept him or give him that confidence that he can say what he has to say in its true identity without worrying about the consequences. Because in his mind, he believed that God is protecting him. Mm -hmm. And I can't go against a man who feels strongly about his relationship with God. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? And so Kanye have a, 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 a religious relationship, a spiritual relationship with God. And you know, the Bible says, and I believe probably Kanye have one of this scripture in his mind. We are more than conquerors through Christ who loves us. Right. And so Kanye believed that he can say and do anything and still conquer and divide. That's kind of fascinating because I was thinking the other day about other people who have also attained notoriety, but have a legacy of supposedly being mentally off in some way, you know, through maybe a perversion or something that grew up in their childhood. And we can start with the example of, say, Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. Okay, again, another genius. Anybody who listens to Michael's songs like, you know, Man in the Mirror, you can see he, he had such a social conscience. But yet all we have is this image of him as this man who did not grow up, who, who kind of stayed in this public plastic bubble of infancy and was a pervert because of, of that uh, kink that he had in himself. Allegedly. Allegedly. And supposedly a lot of people would say that Michael was a bit off and everybody knows how the Jackson family was brought up. They know about the father and things like that. So in a lot of cases, it's interesting that you, you tie... Kanye's erratic behavior to the loss of his mother, because that's very realistic. And then at the same time, you turn around and say, but, you know, he has still been the master of his own destiny. So he has used his pain as a source of strength and growth and total success. So he hasn't hidden behind any of his uh, uh, misery or sadness. He has actually used it to propel himself to levels of greatness. Whether we like it or not. Whether we like it or not. So I think that that's kind of fascinating. And sometimes we have to re realize, like even Prince, who, who passed away a few years ago, when doves cry, that was a song of him crying out about the pain in his background. Mm -hmm. And, you know, such an iconic and powerful album, Purple Rain, you know, the things that we will never see again. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of cases, Kanye's work has that iconic element. Mm -hmm. I mean, he is very, very um, unique as a musical talent. And I think there's there's no denying it that his songs leave you wanting more. Yes. And, you know, and I admire that too. And if I listen to something from him, I can get the message. Same time, same way I get it from Michael's music and from Prince's music. I get the message. I can sit and listen to it. And, you know, it's it's a different genre than, you know, today's rap culture and the rap scene. But there are foundational linkages if you were to, you know, put the, the music and level it out because it's communication. It's, it's trying to deliver a message, you know, at different levels. Well, let's break down the fact that you actually um, mentioned Michael Jackson. Now, I believe, you know, everybody had a name for Michael. He was Wacko Jacko. They said he was crazy. He was a pedophile. He was all these characters that people created for themselves for him. But yet, Michael Jackson was the only man who was able to look in the mirror and make that change. And it didn't matter if he was black or white. He was black and he was white. Right. Yeah. Because they said he bleached his skin. He changed his color. He was black when he was born. As he grew older, he gets white. So he was, he was actually what he sang. Like his lyrics match who he was. He was yeah. black and he was white. He took a look in the mirror. He made that change. He wrote the best song of all times, heal the world. He talked about love. He talked about everything. Right. And then 
Yet people still find a way to dehumanize him. Very true. And yep. people still find a way to, 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 to take every inch of him limb by limb until he was in the grave and everybody stopped. And all the lovely things you can hear about Michael come when Michael is not around to hear them. And it's the same thing that's going to happen with Kanye. Everything that Kanye is saying now that they're saying he's crazy. Let's talk about Bob Marley. When Bob Marley was singing all these songs, you know, the ism and the schism. He was talking about racism. Until the color of a man's skin is no more significant than the color of his eyes. We're going to have war. And it's still present to today. It is, yeah. It is still present to today. Mm -hmm. So when... Like, for instance, George Floyd family say that they're going to sue Kanye, who has actually contributed $2 million to that family in the loss of um, Floyd until when Candace Owen made her Black Lives Matter investigation and realized the whole thing was a scam. Hmm. And Kanye's like, whoa, I donated $2 million only to find out that the, 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 the foundation that I've been donating to was using it for personal um, use and also for the LGBTQ, but nobody from the Black Lives Matter, um, people really benefited from that. And, and that's the biggest lie that I ever sold. Hmm. Right? So if Kanye were to say, you know what? George Floyd was XYZ. He has a right. He already invested into that. But what are they going to sue him for? The truth. Right? The truth. He said what he said in his tweet. He never said anything about killing the Jews. He never said anything about killing all Jews. These are the things that people are actually perpetuating to say they're putting words in his mouth. Right. And so now Balenciaga distract himself from Kanye. This one is removing himself from Kanye. Why? Now, if this man has mental health, as they're claiming that he does, and of course, bipolar, shouldn't the focus be about getting help for Kanye and finding resources as to like, if you see a person is going down, in a hole, in a rabbit hole. Where is the humanity to pull him up by his bootstrap? Where is the humanity in lifting him up and, and use kind words, even though he may not be using kind words that you think you want to hear? How about you be the bigger person as a society with all the contribution that he has made to society? Everybody benefited from it. Where is the contribution to say, hey, look, there's Kanye. Again, he's suffering. What can we do to rally around Kanye, to help Kanye? Well, I think that that is the whole problem when it comes to mental health is that people are basically takers. They're not givers in this kind of society. Mm -hmm. And in effect, if somebody is truly sick or in need, people don't reach out. They don't. They don't reach out. They talk about it, but they they're not about, about it. it. But nobody helps. And when the accident happens or something tragic like the loss of life then all of a sudden you hear, well, I did notice this, you know, and perhaps I should have responded or I should have helped out here, you know, or maybe gone to someone. And, you know, even though you're divorced from somebody, I still say, you know, that, that his wife or ex-wife, whatever the category is, uh, you know, could have done a little bit more, you know, to maybe try and offer some guidance, you know, in terms of where areas where he could have, you know, pursued some kind of uh, assistance if, if that was necessary. But as you say, this is why I'm so polarized in my opinion where Kanye is concerned, because before things broke up between him and Kim, he disappeared and he had a, a separate residence where he was and he was creating music. He was surviving. Maybe he was off his meds, but 
he was still functioning and nobody could redirect his path or change anything about him. Mm -hmm. Now let's uh, talk about the fact that he made a lot of people wear white lives matter. Is there something wrong in actually pushing that agenda to say like white lives matter? Because to be honest, and I've said this to you before with the whole black lives matter, I'm okay with saying black lives matter, but I'm also okay with saying all lives matter because all lives does matter. He have children with a white woman. Those children are now considered black and white. They're mixed. So that you can't, you can't own the black part of that child and ignore the white part of that child. Right. And so when Kanye said white lives matter, I think he's speaking respectfully about his family because he has a family that's within the white group as well. And so I don't see anything wrong with that. Now, black people tends to want to say, well, you're betraying your culture. When did this become a culture issue? This is a personal issue for him. Mm-hmm. He wasn't saying it's a representation of my culture. This is a representative of what he believes, right? But when you take it personal as a as a, as a as a nation, because you remember in the so Bible you think that that could be an element too, like the crazy black person. No, well, take. well, here's the thing. You know, in the Bible, when God said to Abraham, "I am going to make a nation out of you," mm-hmm. He never said, "I'm going to make white people out of you, Asian people out of you, black people out of you." He said, "A nation. A nation means." Culture, every every color, every shape, every size. Hmm. It, there was no segregation. God does not see color; He sees the man's heart, right? Absolutely. And so, and so, this is why I believe when Kanye made that statement about white lives matter, he could have said all lives matter. Exactly. Had he made that statement, all lives matter. What would have been the rep- the repercussions of that? Would it have been such a backlash by see saying all lives because all lives do matter? But I think that when you say black lives, as you say, I think that has become a movement that has a black centrist focus to kind of say, as a cultural group, we have been violated and we want to draw attention to that violation. We don't want to be compared to anyone else. Our circumstances are unique. And especially when it comes to how we're treated by the police, that's a specific issue that targets black people in a certain way. So we want to protect ourselves as a cultural entity. And in a way, I think black people can discriminate against non-black people the same way discrimination discrimination can exist between white and black. I I think it it, it can exist on both sides of the equation. But here's the thing though. This is just, you know, from centuries, years ago, segregation has brought itself upon this earth by man. Man created racism right? Racism didn't exist back in the day. Man created racism. And the way I see it, it's not so much racism. Yes. Although they use the white, they said the white man had control over the black, the black didn't get to do this and the black didn't get to do that. But you know what it is, Jackie, I just realized it's power over color. Hmm. It's not so much about color because white people are being oppressed by white people too. Black people are being oppressed by black people. Black people are being oppressed by white people. White people are being oppressed by black people. It's who have the power. Of course it is. It's when, when, when the enemy, when the devil was overthrown out of heaven, it was because of power. He wanted power. He wanted to be. It wasn't about color. Absolutely. God didn't say, well, I'm going to throw you up because you're too black for heaven. He created everything. Yeah. So it wasn't about color. Man created colorism, man created racism, man created all kind of ism, right? But it's about power. 
Who have the power to control who? And Kanye West is basically saying, look, I don't see color. That's why I said slavery is a choice. And this is why I says white lives matter. And this is why I said this and this is why I said that. Because I have the power to say it. And when Kanye makes a statement like slavery is a choice, he could be talking about how you choose to play the victim. Yes. That could be the message that he's trying to send. That for a lot of black people, if you continue to perpetuate all the things that keep you in a housing project and don't allow you to advance and have multiple children by different men and continue to live that way, you are enslaved because you're not making any independent progress. And people will say, well, I'm not given the opportunity. You know, again, go back to the Bible at Bethsuda when Jesus said to the man sitting at the edge of the pool, how long have you been sitting here? He says, I've been sitting here 38 years. And he said, every time I try to get into the pool, somebody gets in ahead of me. Mm -hmm. So what did Jesus say? Get up. Yes. Get up. Get yourself up and move. Do something. And maybe Kanye, Kanye, as a black man who is successful, is trying to say, I had to do something to propel myself forward. And I want to say to other people who are black and feel powerless that you don't have to stay enslaved, that you can do something with your life and you can make a move regardless of how difficult your circumstances. I support 100%. Which is what you were saying in the beginning, that maybe behind his message, there is empowerment, there is significance. Yeah. So it's not just the rants of somebody who's unhinged and doesn't know what they're doing or anything. I think he definitely has cognition to a certain extent. He has perception and he does have intelligence. Yeah. So, I mean, it may be that he just sees things from a perspective that has a little bit more depth. And also your point, which was really well taken, is that sometimes in this world, we look for a scapegoat. We find that one person who can verbalize what we're all thinking. And when that person does so and comes under attack for it, then that makes us even retreat even more because we're like, oh, I wouldn't want to be him. I wouldn't yeah. want to be exposed yeah. like oh, that. Oh, I was, gonna, I was yeah. thinking that, but I'm glad I wasn't the one that said exactly, it. Exactly, because you know? they know there yeah. are consequences to that kind of outburst. So, but he's gutsy to be able to do it, to take the That's why I respect And Kanye. not to give a you-know-what about yeah. whatever the response is. So, yeah, I, uh, absolutely. I think that's very interesting. Absolutely. And, and you know, like, and I know right now he's sitting in a bunch of hot waters, but I just truly believe, you know, it's more about power versus color. And the people that has the power don't want Kanye to say the truth because once the truth is spoken to the right person who has the ear and the understanding to conceptualize that, it's going to be a war. And, and, and they know that. And that's why they're trying to make it into an ambush. They're trying to make a big mountain out of it to show that Kanye is <laughs> off the ledge. He's crazy. So they're using the mental health part of it to discredit him hmm. and not so much the truth. Like, don't listen to the truth. Don't listen to what he's saying. Because once the truth is out, you can't take it back because the truth does not need anything to set it free. The truth is a free, it's a free spirit. Yeah. And Kanye true. is a free spirit. And I don't care what people say. There are some things, yeah, I may not agree with everything Kanye said, but there are certain things that I know he says that I can resonate with and I understand where he's coming from. I don't have to ask Kanye to write a monologue for me to understand certain things. Common sense. 
is your best sense. I, and and once you put it out there, your listen. example about power. I think that's really a beautiful thing because power, it does corrupt. Yes. When you have a lot of power. And that is so relevant because you can even look at different societies. You can look at, you know, today we're recording on Diwali, which is an Indian holiday, like Christmas for mm -hmm. people of Indian descent. India is such a strict class-based society and it is all about power mm -hmm. people who have the power right at the top and people at the very bottom is an insipid yeah. state to be in and even among the Chinese because we have a lot of Chinese in Canada now who have immigrated there and that's most definitely a big thing because there are a lot of Chinese people that do not have money mm -hmm. and many of the Chinese people who do exercise a great deal of power over them it's because power. they can come into Canada and buy a house cash and have everything they need. If they open a restaurant and they hire their own Chinese, they are going to exploit them. Of and course. they do. Of course, they it's do. power. Yes. Well, you think about it. If Kanye West was a person of no status, it's just a regular man that make the same statement that Kanye West make. You think, you, you think there would be so much attention around it? They wouldn't even be, they wouldn't even acknowledge that word. They wouldn't even acknowledge that speech. It would just go right under the carpet. Nobody's going to be reprimanded for it. Nothing is going to be done yeah. because these are nobody. Why? Because you have too much power to waste on somebody who has no power. So it's power versus power. It's not about color. We've been fighting racism for all these years thinking it's really a racism issue, but it's a power issue. I'm not going to hire you or put you in a position than somebody else that I really want for that position, even though they're not qualify and it has nothing to do with your color it's mm -hmm. because i chose that person and it can happen within your black community it can happen in your asian community it can happen in your chinese community it can happen in your white community and it doesn't matter what community or culture you belong to power is power and it's being demonstrated to whoever they choose to exploit it to and so the only way they can hide power is by using the scapegoat of ism genderism, racism, skepticism, whatever ism they can do. Anything that would put a, a, a smoke screen around the word power so that nobody really see where the... Like, take, for instance, this whole pandemic. It's all about power. Who has the power to make the rules to everybody should be vaccinated? Who has the power to make the rules that, uh, yeah, wear a mask? It's all from the top. We, we're not the ones who say we want to wear masks. It's the authority, the people in authority that's telling us what we have to do. Yeah. And if I, being a local person, say, well, I'm not going to wear masks and I'm telling everybody else in this world not to wear masks. I don't have a platform of 1.5 million people, right? But you see the people that has all the big followers, the big bank account. Like, for instance, if they have an election, Cardi B can go who knows nothing about politics and tell, hey, my young girls vote. And they be voting. Because she has power. They give her power. Yeah. So it's not about color. It's about power. And that's what Kanye West is trying to expose. It's not about color. It's about power. Because he always said these powerful men, these powerful people. these. Po if you listen to Kanye West, you would hear every word he uses is power. Mm. It's not about color. Very fascinating, yeah. And but I, nobody I mean, really dig deep to hear what Kanye West is trying to say, you know? They only look for the, the facade of the, the front blaze of it to say, oh, well, he used the word ism, racism. He's racist. He's, he's, he's creating a war, a genderism this, or the LGBTQ. No, it's not, it's not even about those little people. It's all about power. It's, it's really well summarized, and I, I think that, that that is it. So, I mean... 
when you when you look at mental health as we are forced to deal with it every day, as you say in your job, and for me, you know, if I'm out in public and you know I'm on public transit or I could be anywhere, you are seeing more and more people who are desperately uh, unable to be kept in facilities past a certain point. They're roaming the streets, and you think about and it, falling apart. So we 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 do tend to see mental illness as this catastrophic thing that we should be concerned about. But I really don't believe that Kanye is mental and imbalanced in the way he's not. that truly sick people are. He's not. Just like how they try to make Michael Jackson seem that way. They, you know, they push Prince to the limit too as well. There's a lot of people in, in the industry that's been pushed to the limits of mental breakdown. Yeah. Right. But they see that Kanye is a driving force. They can't get rid of him. Yeah. Very fascinating. Yeah.